Chapter 10. Prophecies. While reading through History of the Church, Journal of Discourses, books by past prophets and historical Mormon periodicals, I would occasionally come across prophecies that didn't quite make sense. First, Joseph Smith. Reflecting on a revelation given to him in section 130 of the Doctrine and Covenants, Joseph states, There are those of the rising generation who shall not taste death till Christ comes. I was once praying earnestly upon this subject, and a voice said unto me, My son, if thou livest until thou art eighty-five years of age, thou shalt see the face of the Son of Man. I prophesy in the name of the Lord God, and let it be written, The Son of Man will not come in the clouds of heaven till I am eighty-five years old. Then read the fourteenth chapter of Revelation, sixth and seventh verses. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And Hosea, sixth chapter, after two days, etc., 2,520 years, which brings it to 1890. Joseph Smith. Joseph's prophecy was mistaken in two ways. He did not live to be 85 years old, and Jesus did not return in 1890. Prominent early saint, Elder Oliver B. Huntington, lived with Joseph Smith in Kirtland, Ohio, and served four missions for the church. He wrote an article for the Young Woman's Journal, the official magazine for the Young Ladies Mutual Improvement Association of the Church, recounting a teaching by Joseph Smith. Nearly all the discoveries of men in the last half century have contributed to prove Joseph Smith to be a prophet. As far back as 1837, I know that he said the moon was inhabited by men and women the same as this earth, and that they live to a greater age than we do, that they live generally to near the age of a thousand years. He described the men as averaging near six feet in height and dressing quite uniformly in something near the Quaker style. Oliver B. Huntington. Second, Brigham Young. So it is with regard to the inhabitants of the sun. Do you think it is inhabited? I rather think it is. Do you think there is any life there? No question of it. It was not made in vain. It was made to give light to those who dwell upon it, and to other planets, and so will this earth when it is celestialized. Brigham Young. Third, Joseph Fielding Smith. We will never get a man into space. This earth is man's sphere, and it was never intended that he should get away from it. The moon is a superior planet to the earth, and it was never intended that man should go there. You can write it down in your books that this will never happen. Joseph Fielding Smith On July 20th, 1969, United States astronauts are the first men to walk on the moon.